Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Jared Kirkwood, your host for today. Today's reading comes from Proverbs 18, verse 9. One who is slack in his work is brother to one who destroys. Now we're picking up and and continuing in this conversation around the seven deadly sins, and we're now kind of taking a deeper dive into sloth, uh, this idea of of slothfulness. Now, sloth's an adorable animal, but an unfortunately easy sin to fall into. A couple of years ago, I was at a kid's birthday party, and it was like animal themed and they actually brought an animal trainer in and one of the animals they had was a sloth and this thing was awesome it like hung in a tree it moved as slow as everyone says and at first thought I was like this guy has the life he just kind of hangs out it literally upside down most of the time relaxing it's it's easy living now that's totally appropriate for an animal to not have a purpose in life But it is not appropriate for you and I because we are children of God. We cannot disregard our purpose and just say, I would prefer the relaxed, easy life. There is way more for us because of who we are. As much as God loves every creature he created, we know in the book of Genesis that when he created everything in the world, he called it good. But when he got to you and I, when he got to humans, He called it very good. There's a higher standard. There's a bigger purpose at work. So Keller, as he explains in his writing today, he talks about how laziness destroys. Not only does it destroy the slothful person, but it also negatively affects everyone in their life. So think back to those grade school days. Remember when you used to do group projects? Weren't those the best? Like it was so fun to know, okay, we're going to do something creative and collaborative. And you were really excited until you got stuck with that kid who did nothing. The kid who wouldn't contribute, right? And here's the principle. Collaboration without complete team contribution makes more work for the team or we're going to have to suffer the poor results. And that's exactly what we're talking about here. If the lazy person didn't destroy the grade, They destroyed the relationship because it forced the team to carry more weight. So when we talk about how laziness destroys, it's really fascinating because it can feel so simple for us that that laziness destroys the lazy person. Well, of course that's true, but the laziness actually affects way more than just the individual. It spreads across to every relationship that they have, whether that's in their home, in their workplace, their friend circle, whatever it is. Laziness has an adverse and negative effect on everyone involved, right? We've heard this kind of phrase before, that a team is only as strong as its weakest link. Now, you may have even felt this in your workplace, your family, or inside your own friend circle. There are certain people who have a way of bringing the group down. So how do we avoid turning against or, or alienating those people? And my recommendation, and it's a, it's a common theme for me, is that we have to then recognize our own slothful or lazy tendencies in our own life. So let's start there for just a second. 
Perhaps laziness is not the way that it expresses itself in your life. Keller talks about that as well. He talks about that slothfulness can actually show up not in a lack of work, but actually in selfish pursuits. So when you are committed to selfish pursuits, that can cause the same level of destruction as someone who's lazy within the team. A slack in work moving forward may mean that you focus on your own goals and tasks, not thinking about others, just completing your work and moving on. So you can imagine that even going back to that group project analogy, that if you have a group project and you dole out the tasks and responsibilities that each person has to do, if somebody is is um, puts the blinders on and only does their portion of the project and never lifts their head up to think, how is this contributing to the whole? Or how can I help somebody who may have a little bit more or a heavier lift than me? If I only do what I am asked to do, that has the same amount of destruction as somebody who does nothing at all, depending on how it expresses itself, right? Here's a simple example of something that I'm totally guilty of at times in my own work life. When I'm slow to respond in emails, that's an example of laziness, right? Now, how does that destruct others or destroy others? Let me, let me explain it. If somebody genuinely needs something from me and they send me an email, my slow response time stops their progress. So they have work to do. And in some cases, it's work that I have asked them to do. Then they send me an email saying, I can't move forward until you answer this question or you get this thing approved or you contribute in some way. If I don't respond, their work stops. You see, my laziness, my inability to have good discipline in my email skills, which I know this is a small example, but you know, you can see how this is playing out. My laziness in my email skills actually destroys the progress of the goals we're trying to accomplish. Now, is that a sin? Of course, it's not a sin. But a pattern that emerges and shows up in other areas may be a path towards slothfulness. So not responding to an email in a timely matter is not a sin. But I would challenge you, as I challenge myself, is to think, okay, is that a pattern that shows up in other areas of my life? Maybe in some ways, does it show up in all areas of my life? And maybe that's an indicator that I am slipping towards this pattern that could become defined as sin. So what can we do? The first thing is to recognize that the sloth, the the sin of sloth, excuse me, is never individual only. There is always a communal aspect to this. So we can disregard laziness and we can go, oh, that that person is lazy or I'm just going to be lazy in this way in my life and think it's no harm to anyone else. This is only to me. And that just isn't true. Laziness actually affects way more uh, others than we perhaps realize. What else? Well, slacking at work usually means that we're slacking in other areas as well. When we are... 
um, slow to respond, or perhaps we don't execute some level of, of objective or prioritization in our work, that kind of tendency probably shows up in other areas and predict, particularly in our relationships. It might even show up in your own self-discipline and your spiritual rhythms and habits. It might show up in your uh, the way in which you say, you know, um, if you start to recognize, man, I'm a little bit lazy in this thing at, at work. I would even challenge you to say, are you also in some ways lazy in your relationships at church? You might be consistent in coming to the weekend, but have you found yourself in that small group community? Or perhaps you have a small group community, but you're lacking the discipline to put it in the calendar and saying, we meet consistently throughout the year. Now, tomorrow I'm going to talk a little bit more about discipline, so I don't want to get too far into that here today. But lastly, let's just talk about today that we might have to pause and challenge ourselves to ask God to reveal areas, to allow it to bubble up to the surface of our minds, those areas where we may have been slacking. How is it that that has been impacting your team, your relationships, your family? So I'm going to pray for us, and then I want to ask you to just take a couple of minutes. Maybe it's in the quietness of your morning or in your in your daily commute to the office. Maybe it's uh, having that that cup of coffee and just journaling for a moment. And I want you just to take a second at the end of today's episode and just ask God to bring these things to the surface of your mind. So allow me to pray for you today. God, I'm grateful that you look at us with eyes of love and understanding. You see us not only for who we are, but also who you desire us to be. And so God, I pray that as we've been walking through these seven deadly sins and we get to this one of sloth, of laziness, I pray, Lord, that with great kindness that you would bring to the surface of our minds these areas where we may still be slacking off. Bring it to the surface so that, God, we can hand it over to you. We want to be diligent. We want to be disciplined. We want to be proactive. But, God, we can't move to that until you bring the specific areas where we are still falling short. And so, Lord, I pray for each one of us as we take just a couple of minutes to listen to you, that we practice the art of prayer that is not just talking at you, but it is asking of you and then sitting in the stillness and allowing you to whisper in our ear those great things that you want us to see. So, Father, would you be kind to us and gracious, allowing us to hear your voice so that we can do the work that the Spirit is calling us to do. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Bye. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.